So I, I've heard people say, hey, the, the best thing is about uh, this opportunity is that you have to move to Puerto Rico. But then some people say the challenge with this opportunity is that you have to move to Puerto Rico because, you know, everybody's different. And for some people, it's not what they want to do, right? There have been, you know, there's obviously an interest, I guess, uh, in certain discussion groups that I see online would somehow figure out a way of taking advantage of this incredible opportunity without actually moving to Puerto Rico. Are there any loopholes at all? Or have they all been closed up in the last few years with changes in the law? Well, yeah, well, probably, uh, and this is a very, very uh, loophole or great area uh, on compliance. Uh, it's a matter of how it is defined as right? Uh, residency in Puerto Rico tax code means a person that lives in Puerto Rico at least 183 days or it is domiciled to Puerto Rico. But the other part, if you take a look into the Section 937, one of the uh, present test options to be in compliance uh, with the IRS uh, and the U.S. tax code is to be no more than 90 days in the States, in the U.S. mainland. Uh, mm -hmm. So, for if you comply with the tax form, with your closer connection to Puerto Rico, but in the case of present test, you are no more than 90 days in the U.S., uh, you may say that you comply as well with the present test uh, in the U.S. and claim Puerto Rico residency. But that only works for mm -hmm. passive income, right? Uh, because if the, if the person is dedicated to export services as well, in addition to the passive income, uh, the source of the income will be attached to the location that you provided those services. Uh, and those are some loopholes, right, but expose you for other issues with compliance, uh, especially when you are a business owner, let's say that you operate as well an export company in Puerto Rico, but you don't want to be in Puerto Rico, uh, then those services will be attached to the location that they were provided. Uh, and I, may, I forgot to mention another common errors that occurs is a person that open a Puerto Rico entity transfer all his contracts to the Puerto Rico entity to export services through the Puerto Rico entity. But he wants to live uh, nine months in Puerto Rico, three months in the U.S. Uh, those three months are U.S. source income. So you may expose the Puerto Rico company to be considered a foreign corporation doing business in the U.S. subject to U.S. income taxes, to subject to branch profit tax. Exactly. The, uh, the, the salaries received by the employee living in the U.S. for those three months will not be excluded by Section 933 because those are U.S. source income services provided while living mm -hmm. or working outside of the Puerto Rico. Uh, so those are things that uh, are commonly analyzed in the process. Uh, mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, if you will be working outside of Puerto Rico, do that at personal level, not through the mm -hmm. Puerto Rico company. So you only offset federal taxes and self-employment tax on that side of the income to avoid bringing the company. Uh, mm. to pay additional U.S. taxes. Uh, so mm. those are that, those are issues that we commonly handle uh, to make sure that there are full compliance and clients wants to sleep well. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.